Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Third Avenue in Chula Vista used to be a sleepy downtown stretch. There were a few local businesses there, but it was far from a destination. Now that's changing. Third Avenue is a popular destination for food, drinks, and entertainment. Pam Cragen is a food and features writer at the Union Tribune. Hi, Pam. Welcome. Ah, thank you very much. It's great to be here. Well, I read your story about downtown Chula Vista and loved it. So say you're out there on a Friday or Saturday night. What might you see? Well, it's good luck finding a parking space along <laughs> the uh, Third Avenue Village area, which is just like a four block stretch of uh, of Third Avenue uh, between E and H streets. And um, it's just bustling. It's very busy. Uh, you'll see hundreds of people, you know, out walking the street. There's a lot of those little parklets that were built uh, during the pandemic, those, you know, plywood and tarp street areas, dining areas. They're full. There's lots of uh, breweries, uh, tasting rooms. So there's always people sitting and drinking beers, looking out on the street. There's bakeries, there's coffee houses, and there's lots of new restaurants. Amazing. Well, it sounds like there's a ton to do. When did this transformation begin? It started, I'd say, about five years ago, um, and the transformation happened because uh, the city recognized that Third Avenue was really struggling. Uh, it had been, you know, a downtown destination in the 50s, 40s and 50s, where they had, like, you know, supermarkets and department stores and things like that. But when the malls came along in the 80s and people started shopping, you know, elsewhere than downtowns, the downtown, like many downtowns, died. And what felt, what kind of came into those empty store spaces were quinceanera uh, event halls and um, cake bakeries and tailor shops and florist shops and all those businesses that cater to quinceaneras and, and parties. So that was really great for uh, gathering places like on Saturday afternoons, but nights and um, weekends, it was pretty dead. So the city of Chula Vista realized that they needed some sort of a traffic driver to, to kind of liven up the downtown. And like other cities around the county, they started making efforts to attract tasting rooms and breweries, because obviously that's driven traffic in lots of places around the county. And San Diego County is a great brewery destination. So around 2017, three or four brew pubs came in and that just started a chain reaction. And then little, you know, old taco shops started renovating and new restaurants came in and then there were some coffee houses and then there were some bakeries and now there's big restaurants. Uh, so it's just been, it's been gradual, but it's, it's been a very rapid change when you think of the transformation over five years. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds really wonderful. I'm sure that residents are thrilled. What did they have to say about it? I talked to one resident, Erin uh, uh, Marie Ryder is her name, and she's lived in Chula Vista for about eight years with her husband. And she said that you know, it's like night and day. She just said it's been so fun to have a place to go where you don't have to leave town. Uh, and the mayor, the mayor of Chula Vista, I interviewed her too, Mary Casillas Salas, and she has lived near downtown just off Third Avenue for 20 years. And, you know, she admits it and she's the mayor that it was, she just said basically the sidewalks rolled up at, you know, at five o'clock and everyone went home. So she's proud to, to have a, a city that's a destination where young people can come, families can come and keep those dollars that were being spent elsewhere in the city of Chula Vista. Uh, well, you mentioned all the different types of businesses. What are some of the highlights or places you would recommend? 
I've eaten a couple times at a place called El Cruce 241. And it is right there, uh, right there in the heart of Third Avenue. And uh, El Cruce in Spanish means the crossing. And it is it opened in November of 2020. And they serve traditional dishes from Baja and along with California produce and sort of California dishes. So that's why they call it the crossing. It's a mix of Baja dishes that have crossed into the United States and become more Americanized. But they make their own uh, they make their own tortillas. They make lots of individual salsas which are served with the food that you eat they have really great cocktails and it's a fun place uh let's see i i love m um mmm cakes mm cakes <laughs> by uh custom cake maker jose barajas they have delicious layer cakes and really beautiful pastries they just opened i think it was last october on third avenue and um, i'm a i'm a bit of a bakery and pastry nut so i enjoy that place uh, and then there's a new place that's opening up. It could be this week. It might be next week. And it's called Lime and the Coconut. And it is owned by the owners of Groundswell Brewing, which opened, I think, in 2018 on Third Avenue. It's a married couple, Christine Pinanuri and Kevin Rhodes. And this is going to be sort of a Polynesian style uh, cocktail bar with Polynesian food. And in addition to the bar and restaurant, they're going to have a 40 seat speakeasy hidden in the back. No, not so secretly hidden, <laughs> called X that uh, that they hope will, you know, bring in a bring in a fun crowd. Yeah, I love the name. It sounds like a lot of fun. Well, when you spoke to the mayor, I mean, does she have hopes for more development in Chula Vista, more, you know, inter entertainment related businesses? Uh, I think that they're hoping that the that what's going on downtown, because this is essentially what I'm talking about, is a four block stretch of downtown. Uh, and there is a lot of redevelopment that can go on in that area. So I think they're hoping that this is the beginning of a transformation of the downtown. And the city's been working really hard to redevelop buildings and to bring new life and bring new homes and, and housing into the city for, for younger people, you know, affordable housing. So I, I think most young people, when they choose a city where they're going to live, they want to know that there's restaurants and shops and th interesting things that they can do within their town, you know, a walkable city. So that's their goal. Okay. Well, Pam Craigan, thanks so much for this report. All right. My pleasure. Thank you.